This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. Yeah, this time every week we take a look at matters legal affecting our daily lives here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. The subject today is bail. Hopefully it won't affect all of us in our daily lives, but it's good to know about what the laws are around this should we find ourselves in that situation or be dealing with a family member who is as well. Joining us now from Community Law Otago, Jessie Hansen. Morena, Jessie, good to have you with us. Morning, thank you for having me. Let's talk about this Bail Act uh, 2000. Um, There are three kinds of bail. Tell us about them. Yes, okay. So you have bail as of right under Section 7, you have police bail under Section 21, and you have court bail under Sections 7 and 8. All right, let's first Um, take a look at the bail as of right. Okay, so bail as of right, uh, there are two ways you can be bailable as of right, i.e. you can't be detained. Uh, so you're either charged with an offence that is not punishable by imprisonment or if you are charged with an offence um, which is punishable, the maximum punishment is less than three years imprisonment unless the offence is one of family violence. So assault on a child or assault by a male on a female or assault on a person who you're with in a family relationship with. Um, the rules are a little bit different there. All right. So that covers a, a quite a, a vast number of yeah, charges of, of, a, yeah. of a minor, more minor nature, perhaps. Yeah. All right, um, except for those family violence ones, of course. Um, yeah. Talk, tell us about police bail. So police bail, uh, not given as a right, obviously. It's discretionary. Uh, so any police employee can, if they consider it, quote, prudent to do so, uh, grant police bail to a defendant who was charged with an offence and arrested without a warrant. All right. And <laughs> the third one is court bail. Yeah, so this is the one we usually think of. So court bail is obviously granted by court. Um, so the standard test is under Section 7.5 of the Bail Act. Uh, and, you know, for our purposes today, I'll just go over the standard test. Um, but this applies to defendants who are not bailable as of right, um, and they must be released by court on reasonable terms and conditions unless there is just cause for continued detention. So this means for most offences, at least um, first offences, there is a presumption of bail for defendants. But the tests are a little bit different for violent ones, obviously, because that requires an extra consideration of public and victim safety. Okay, tell us a little bit um, more, Jesse, about what just cause means. Yeah, so this is a a legal test, really. So the court has to consider whether there's just cause, and to do so, there are some mandatory considerations they have to take into account. So the primary ones are whether there is a risk that a defendant may fail to appear in court, whether the defendant may interfere with witnesses or evidence, or whether the defendant may offend on while on bail, uh, and also any matter which would make it unjust to detain the defendant. Oh, well, what's the rationale <laughs> behind that test? Yeah, so it's essentially striking a balance between the interests of the defendant and the interests of the public, and also the fairness of our justice system. So we want to be fair to the defendant. Uh, we don't want to detain people at will. Um, that's really inappropriate and we also want to be fair to the public by ensuring the integrity of the justice system which means making sure people are held accountable and making sure that evidence is secure and witnesses are protected and feel comfortable coming forward and yeah overarching goal is to prevent further offending so with the just cause test if the risk of failing to appear interfering or reoffending are too great or the risk can't be sufficiently mitigated by imposing bail conditions uh, then there will be just cause for continued detention and the presumption for bail can be lifted. Right. Now, you, you, know, you mentioned that those are mandatory considerations. They've got to take yeah. those into account. What about other considerations under Section 8? 
Yeah, so Section 8.2 covers other considerations the court might take into account. So these are considerations which would make the mandatory considerations, so the risk to fail to to appear or interfere, um, more or less likely, and therefore make granting bail more or less desirable. Uh, So, you know, they'll take into account the nature of the offence and its gravity. So obviously the more serious it is, the more desirable a denying bail will be, and vice versa. Uh, And also they'll look at the strength of the evidence and the likelihood of the defendant's conviction. So if the conviction is more or less secure or the punishment is severe, um, the risk of them absconding from court or interfering with evidence and witnesses might be higher. So there'd be, you know, a greater risk and more of a just cause. Um, Same with the converse. If there's little prospect of conviction, it would be inappropriate to detain. Uh, And they'll also consider, you know, character and past conduct of the defendant. So if they have a previous criminal history uh, and also... Importantly, if they have a history of offending while on bail or breaching bail conditions, they'll be less likely to be granted bail. Uh, and also, this isn't usually an issue, but length of time before hearing. Uh, if the offence isn't sufficiently serious, but the wait will be quite lengthy, we don't want to detain people for what could be a really, really long period. So, things like that. Yeah, okay. So, this <laughs> um, this consideration of bail usually happens you know, at the outset, doesn't it? When there's a, an yeah. arrest yeah. And, um, and, and there's that initial taken into custody period and the police have got to then decide uh, in their yeah, view so what applies? Yeah, that's usually when police bail will be granted. Uh, otherwise, it might be considered at the first or second hearing. Uh, also, after sentencing, uh, sorry, after conviction and before sentencing is when you might apply for it as well. And uh, we we can often see some quite long protracted arguments about bail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the crown usually taking a more conservative view. I, I suppose if you've got, yeah. um, you find yourself in a situation like this, and a lot of people would say, "Well, you know, what if I get picked up on a Saturday night? I've done something a bit yeah. dodgy." Um, that all of these issues are going to be considered by your legal representation at the time, aren't they? And, yeah, and exactly. They're going to be ones who, who are charged with the responsibility for advancing uh, the arguments um, for yeah. your release on bail and perhaps asking you a few questions about your circumstances and so forth, yeah. which, will, which will affect those factors that, that um, the court needs to yeah, take absolutely. into account. Yeah, whether you're exposed to, I don't know, family violence or whether you run a risk of, um, I don't know, whether you're dealing with addiction or something, these are all things that are taken into consideration when they consider bail, just things that would make it unjust to detain you. Whether you've got um, a place of abode. Um, yeah, um, whether you have a good support system, stuff like that. How yeah. that might relate to um, the potential victims in the, in the in the case as well, and the yeah, proximity to them. Absolutely. There's quite a few factors, aren't there? Um, yeah. I suppose from time to time, uh, community law Otago gets questions about this, but I'm sure a lot of legal aid lawyers will be dealing with this front up, yeah. uh, front yeah, end stuff, absolutely. and anyone that you might engage too. All right, well, of course, uh, it's always good for us just to have an overview of these things. Um, let's yeah. just hope that for not no, many of our listeners, yep. it doesn't need to be taken <laughs> yeah, into account. Jesse, thanks so much for joining us here for Speak Legal. Yeah, thanks boy. to you and the team for thanks your for ongoing support. We look forward to catching up with you again in a few weeks' time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the Law Faculty, University of Otago, Training for Life.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.